not too bad. Living the dream. Hanging out, had some tacos. We're all feeling pretty good. <laughs> well, we are here discussing Blair Witch or Blair Witch 3 or Blair Witch Project because I've seen three different posters that say Blair Witch, Blair Witch Project, or Blair Witch 3. So whatever you decide, but that's what we're reviewing tonight, the third Blair Witch movie. I'm excited as shit to talk about this. I don't know if you guys are, but you know, I got a lot you know, of You know, the director, Adam Wingard, if I'm pronouncing that right, uh, said that he had joked that they called this Blair Witch 3 Book of Shadows 2. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, you see, that's the thing is that I've been reading a lot of reviews. People say it's terrible at the sequel to Blair Witch that they wanted. Because nobody wanted Book of Shadows. <laughs> you didn't like Book of Shadows? Nah, Book of Shadows was... Uh, you know, it was alright. I, uh, I actually love Book of Shadows. I, I liked Book of Shadows. Like, I, I say that kind of, you know... I, almost shamefully. Because I feel like a lot of people are just like, what? But I, I liked Book of Shadows. Like, it was, you it know was why fun. I like it? Mm, the same nope. reason why... Uh, just like in the remix episode. When I was talking about how uh, Gus Van Sant decided to do Psycho. The director of Blair Witch 2 did it as a joke. You know who the director is? The name escapes me, but he's, a, an, an, a, he's an Academy Award winning documentarian. He did the Paradise Lost trilogy. Oh, really? I can look it up. Hold on. But uh, he did it but, just, just to, to kind of get out of something, just to kind of... Uh, just. He hated Blair Witch. He actually says on the Blair Witch 2 commentary that I watched today, said, this movie... It was it was it was a slap in the face for all documentarians, and it was insulting. Do you want to do it? He's like, "Yeah, I'll do it, but I'm gonna do whatever I want." And they're like, "Okay, go ahead." And he gave us what he gave us. Apparently, I didn't even know. I'm looking at a book of shadows. The top build actor is uh, actually Kurt Loder. <laughs> <laughs> nice, but uh, yeah, uh, TV news. The uh, the director is Joe Berlinger, if I'm pronouncing that correct. Uh, Berlinger. Yeah. Berlinger. Berl- Berlinger. All right. Uh, Paradise Lost. He did. Uh, oh wow. He did Metallica, some kind of monster. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's he's got. Uh, oh, he did the more recent Tony Robbins' "I Am Not Your Guru." It's on Netflix right now. He's so, a very very good documentary. Yeah. These are and all these are all document documentaries. Yeah. And he hated it. And before we get into Blair Witch, the movie. Well, Blair Witch Three. Let's just say. Uh, I, I was telling you guys earlier, and I guess for the fans, I did my research today. I watched the first Blair Witch. I watched Book of Shadows. I listened to an audiobook, which tells you a whole timeline of the Blair Witch. And there's also comics and video games, all this stuff. I was engulfed into Blair Witch today preparing for this review because there's so much to talk about because of Blair Witch 3. I don't know if you guys pinpointed it out. Yeah, you're excited uh, for this, which, which, by the way... You're rubbing off on me because you were, you were saying like I, I, I mispronounced documentary because you fucking like it, it's bothering me for some reason. Either way, thank you. Like you're talking about about that yeah those Paradise Lost movies. I'm just like what the fuck? I don't say documentary like that like a documentary. Fucking <laughs> like, damn it, Jordan. But I, if you're psyched for this, it's one of those where like I didn't need to watch the first movie again because the the shaky cam. I'm I'm not particularly a fan of it too much. It was good in, in the first Blair Witch the first time because it really captured kind of uh, uh, the essence of it. You know, it, it's something that really um, was unique to the time when it first came out. 
and uh, obviously very low budget. Like um, the way that it was filmed, the way it was done between director, cast, and crew, uh, it seemed very uh, well authentic. You know, because it was just kind of like these kids going into the woods, and they're just like, okay. Uh, you know, cast crew's like, hey, just let you know, we're gonna be fucking with you during the night. So just, you know, get your cameras out and go, whoa, whoa, what was that? And then that's that's about it. Eric, to add on that, you could not be more wrong. This is surprising. Why is that? You want it? The directors of the original Brer Witch did not direct. If guys, this challenge, go back and watch the original when you get a chance. This is 100% fact. IMDb it. Listen to the commentaries. Google search the shit out of it. The directors of Blair Witch Project, the first movie, did not direct anything. They literally gave those three actors the camera and said, you have eight days. Go do what you want to do. By the way, here are walkie-talkies. If you're in actual trouble, the safe word is taco, and we'll come rescue you. Here you go. What? I had heard... I, as I remember it from, like, when the, the crew was being interviewed, or when the cast was being interviewed, on, like, TRL or some shit like that, that, uh, yeah, that they were in the woods and that during certain nights and hours, like, the the cast and, and I guess, well, whatever people would go in there and, and fuck with them, either make noises or make the little rock piles or put the little stick men up in places, yeah. you know, like... So there was... But the cast had no idea that that was happening because the uh, well, the scene in Blair Witch where they're sleeping and the and the quote unquote kids are uh, pushing on the tent, they didn't know that was happening. Okay. Okay. I mean, like everything was just here's the camera, here's the basic outline, go do what you got to do, and the directors pretty much set up a haunted house scenario. They put up these pile of rocks, knowing that they were going to stumble upon those rocks, and the kids just recorded. They came with 90 hours of footage, and the directors just edited it all together to make a cohesive story. That was lightning in a bottle. That has never happened. I mean, like, there was no script. There was just a there was this two-page outline. And they said, here's the cameras, here's the equipment, go do what you got to do, safe word is taco, have fun. And that's a brilliant piece of filmmaking, if you think about it, because, like, just watching this movie versus what I remember from that one, I remember when the uh, the three actors from that movie came out, whether it was, like, on the Emmys or MTV Movie Awards or something, and I was sitting there with my dad watching, and I'm like, like, wait a minute, I thought they were dead. What the hell happened? Like, I thought it was real. I honestly thought it was real as a kid. Yeah. You know, and that, that gave legitimacy and actual levels of fear. Like, you could sense that... You know, they were, it was about being lost in the woods, and that, that actually sort of helps that with that. Yeah. yeah. That's why it's great. It did but, help I mean, that, that the cast yeah. did play, their, play themselves, by the way, too. Yes, it did. But, but wait, no, no, no. Okay. There's another part. Correct me then if I'm wrong, because in the original, too, I had heard that uh, every so often, like, the, uh, the crew would leave, like, little notes for, like, uh, like the part when, um, uh, which one was it, Josh, that lost the map? You know, yeah. or something like that. Like, I, they would leave, Mike like, kind of... Mike lost the map. Mike lost the map thing. Uh, where, uh, pretty much, the, the, these little notes were kind of left, almost like a dungeon master leaves to to the, <laughs> to the crew in, 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 in a D&D game, which is like, here's a little little note just for you. Don't tell the rest of the crew. You know? That, like, yeah. you lost the map type thing, you know? Absolutely. No, yeah, that's what happened. But the thing is, I was shocked, is that there is no crew. 
I mean, the crew was the three actors. Well, it was whatever, friends or who the, whoever the fuck. Somebody had, somebody, the two directors then, the people who were making No, the, yeah. Yeah, no, it was just, it was just amazing to me. That's what I was just getting at, Eric. Like, sure. it's just amazing of what they got. And they gave us this movie, and that's what we're here to review. So we gave a little retrospective of the first one, but three, or Blair Witch. I have a lot of problems with this movie. Okay, okay. I, I mean, the, I had I had some problems with it too. I can tell, I can tell you that right now. Uh, you, you guys weren't the only two. Well, it, here's the thing: is that like I I showed you guys that that little Snapchat video there, where I'm I'm in a theater all by myself, and so it does add to the effect because I have no one there to to kind of you know uh, help out, kind of weigh the suspense or anything right there. It's just me. Like I'm just. That's all I'm getting is just me, and so and all the speakers, all the jumps, it's, it's all just me sitting there all by myself, which is pretty cool because I got a pretty good experience out of it. But uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. If, seeing it like in a full theater might might have been different as opposed yeah. to seeing it by yourself. So oh yeah, yeah. I got I get a little spooked by, when I'm by myself in a dark theater and all those sounds are coming at you because after a while it just builds up and you're just like okay, like I know it's coming. But uh, but yeah, there was a lot of horror movie mistakes that that you made or that they made in the movie or a lot of eye roll moments you're just like well what the fuck are they thinking you know or some shit like that yeah i i agree i agree with that you know i going back to the original one like i was legitimately engulfed in that movie and even even as an adult rewatching it from a from a a knowledgeable perspective of film like i i still see it and think okay i can feel their fear now i didn't know that they had actually let the three of them just go run wild and hide. I thought that the, you know, I thought maybe I thought there was good directing in it. Obviously, I was way off, but you know, <laughs> I, I felt them actually being lost in the woods. This one, I felt that they had tried to do a few things that felt sort of innovative, like that they tried to mirror like a lot of the sounds and the whole what was that? And as soon as you hear the whole like the the sound off in the distance, somebody, some idiot center cameras doing something like climbing up a fucking tree to go get a drone like and you know that this is this is like the thing you don't do in a horror movie i didn't feel that in the first one which was brilliant filmmaking in my opinion versus this one which just felt like a really 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 bad scary movie well you know what let's get into that then because i mean you guys brought up some good points and i will say before we get into it i hate a lot of things about this but this movie does but this movie does add a lot to a lot to the mythology that you don't know happened in the, in the first movie. So, pretty much is that this movie is twenty years after the first. Um, sorry, let me restart that. This movie is twenty years after Heather and her friends disappeared. So, Blair Witch Project came out in ninety nine, but supposedly the footage was recovered in ninety five, and these kids were in the woods in ninety four. So this is supposed to take place in 2014. So it is Heather's brother, who was four years old when she went missing. Right. Him and his friend, who were in the search party, could not find her. He has spent his rest of he spent 20 years dead supposedly, but trying to get the truth. So him, his friend, and his friend's girlfriend, and this main guy's crush decide. To go out there where Heather and her film crew was to find out what happened to Heather. Because 
is this other guy and this other girl who are Blair Witch, Blair Witch fans. Some, some locals. Some locals that supposedly have found footage in the location they're going to take them to. That's the basic premise. Here are the problems. Big problem number one. The Blair Witch is now through the internet. What I mean by that is, did you guys catch that scene in the beginning of the movie where... Let's, 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 get... let's, hold, off, let's hold off on that, actually. I understand okay. that part, and I actually thought that was a pretty cool element, this whole... Uh, um, I don't know what you want to call it. It's like a mix between, I don't know, like a, I guess you could say sort of like a time travel type thing or, yeah. or like kind of a luring part. I, I, I actually kind of enjoyed that. It was actually a pretty cool little part. I understand that you can see Farfetch'd for, for a lot of things. I do have a lot of problems with this movie, but uh, when that happened, when you saw kind of like the callback towards at the end of the movie when she's going up the stairs and, you know, you see that part, I was like, oh, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Like that. And you're just like, oh, like Blair Witch is really like, what a mean bitch. Like, I thought I thought that was a pretty cool element actually. I I liked it because uh, um, it, it explains a whole lot. It explains one that you're a fucking dumbass. Uh, what's his name, James or something like that? Yeah, your your sister's fucking dead, dude. You think you like you're four years old? Are you really gonna give a shit still? Like, not to sound completely mean, like an asshole, but you know. Like, it's, get over it, you know? Hey, let me go to where she died and relive all the steps over again. There's a lot of mistakes, you know, kind of like, hey, we shouldn't go in there. Well, I'm going to go in there anyway, type thing. And just... But uh, I thought that part was, was, was pretty fucking cool. I, uh, leading up to it, everything seemed to kind of roll. Like, they were giving explanations for whatever they wanted to do, okay? Originally, they're they're doing this because... The uh, hot booty number one, Lisa, is doing making a documentary, and she has her subject, her content, which happens to be the brother James, um, whose sister Heather was lost in the whole Blair Witch thing. That was the content. And then they kind of roll a little bit more to the idea as like, oh, well, let's just drive to where that area is because we're so close by. I don't know. Uh, you know, and obviously pieces roll together, but then, yeah, just like you said, they meet the locals. The locals are just like, hey, we want to come with you. We're all going to go into the woods. A lot of storytelling, which was okay, because it adds to the lore. But everything after that was, you kind of, you already knew what was going to happen. Like, six kids go into the woods. Three guys, three girls. The movie's Blair Witch. Like, I, I wonder... Uh-huh what the fuck is going to happen here, you know? So. Yeah, well, just just sort of on your point, like, I, I agree with that in a sense that, like, I, I thought that part was cool, too. I, I didn't quite have as passionate of a thought about it as you. My uh, my sort of overview, like what you were saying, just to, just to sort of, you know, bounce off that, is that, like, it's really felt like every other horror movie that you've ever seen, you know, it, it takes place in the woods, but you don't really see the villain until like all of a sudden it's there, and then all of a sudden it's there. You know, you know, like you, you sort of you catch on to it. That's the only that's the only thing that I sort of would say that I liked about it was that it it it, it, it took the villain out of it, kinda, but not really. You know what I mean? It's but it still was like the same horror movie we've seen in the last you know B horror movie that we've seen in the last fifteen twenty years. Yeah, 
you guys know as as horror movie and scary movie enthusiasts that there's you know um when it comes to scary movies there's you know maybe a, a handful of different categories that you can kind of put them in you know uh, psychological kind of suspense thrillers that kind of the creepy stuff and stuff like that too um and whatever whether it be a monster movie ghost movie and stuff like that what else this one was the the jumper movie this one was like you know just just a lot of a lot of sound cues a lot of a lot of camera cues just a lot of, bah, a lot of boo, you know just mm-hmm. just scary boo stuff you know like that's that's yeah. all that's uh pretty much 90 percent of this movie was muffled sound and then all of a sudden bang or a boo or cameras over here you look over here, and all of a sudden, boom! You know, and it's that's ninety percent of the movie. Yeah, I, I I will say that the the one thing that sort of felt innovative, like I had said previously, is like they did try to do the same thing with the sounds. It you know it was they were muffled, and you had to like they had to do it a second time. You yeah. know, like like how they you know it's like they did they did the sound. They're like, oh, did you hear that? And then it's, it's silence, and then they hear it again. Then you hear it again, and then somebody's right dead center camera and does something fucking stupid. Yeah. So I yeah. I did not like that. I, I did not like that. Oh, by the way, have you guys been camping before? Many times. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I camp okay. a lot. So if you're in a tent and your buddy is sleeping, let's say, 15 feet away, do you feel the need to, uh, to get a walkie-talkie out? Mm-mm. No. 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 Do you, do you no. think that if you're tent camping, that if you exit the tent and zip it up, that that's just going to create a barrier of sound so that the person inside the tent is not going to be able to hear anything that you say? Like, I will say, though, the most of the time when I'm, when I'm camping, I'm, I'm usually – a lot of beers are involved as well. So maybe that might thought process me. Uh, I won't wake them up if oh, I zip this up. Perfect that you say <laughs> that, too. So if you're drinking, if you feel the need to go to the bathroom – uh, while you're camping, is it a good idea to maybe, I don't know, let's walk three minutes into the fucking pitch black woods <laughs> that way without a flashlight, without a no. walkie-talkie? No, no, a lot, of dumb, a lot of dumb things went on in this movie. So I, I was arguing about a, a lot of that stuff, too, and especially because if they're in the campsite and they have the camera like, hello, hello, and they're yelling in, in the fucking woods, and then all of a sudden... Out of nowhere, then, like, you know, the hand comes in and smacks the camera and it's their friend. It's like, are you telling me you didn't hear your friend crunching through the fucking leaves and sticks? To come in? So that's fine. But you know what? As I'm, as I'm watching this and as I'm really rolling my eyes and judging this part, it's almost just like, okay, listen. It's the Blair Woods Woods. It's the Blair Witch Woods, whatever the hell you want to call it. Maybe, you know, she, she put some sort of fucking whatever on it. So, you know, there's sound doesn't carry as far. So the person going into the woods gets lost or can't hear or something like that I, i'll give it that but even that it still got really fucking dumb after a while it really did like it it, it almost kind of ruined it for me that was the biggest argument for me was just like you know if you're that scared shitless the idea to say uh hey you guys stay here i'm gonna go by myself do you need a flashlight eric no no i'm okay i don't even need one you know well it's fucking okay and then, yeah, by the way, how I kind of three flashlights that all of them were, were run out of battery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so I hear what you guys are saying, but some of the points that I wanted to bring up that I disagree with you guys on is, is simply this. Well, I'm sorry, not disagree. So one of the things that's terrible is the two locals. 
these two locals missed out. The filmmakers missed out on a huge opportunity to exploit them. They told the wrong story. The story they should have told was locals create the Blair Witch movie and they wanted to exploit that. So one of the issues that I have with this movie is these kids are A, not believable, and B, they have technology that doesn't exist. I Googled it, guys. There is no such thing tooth earpiece camera that does not exist. Okay. And it's like, I'm like, really? You're going to add this to it? The drone, they had a missed opportunity with the drone. Yeah. Not with the drone. I, I agree all, there. All they gave us was aerial shots of how vast the woods are. And that's all it did. They fucked up on. Is they show us the witch, which is a tree spider monster. Ah, ah <laughs> about that. About that, actually. No. No, no, no. no. I, okay, so I was, I was going on the forums about this because I agree with you. That witch was pretty much a naked slender man. That's all that yes. was. Um. And I, I think the reason people were saying that the reason why the witch had just elongated arms and legs is because in the movie, remember they had said that the added part is that they didn't just tie her to a tree. They hung her from a tree and then had rocks hanging from her legs and arms. And so you would think, okay, maybe that just kind of stretched the witch out a bit more. The, the makeshift rack that they were talking about, they hung her yeah. from her arms and then put rocks on her legs and so it stretched her out. So maybe that's just kind of what that was. Dumb, agree with you. Not saying it's it's a, a smart move whatsoever, but um, it was still a creepy monster. I'm not going to lie. Like a lot, of the, a lot of the cues that it had where the camera would go and you'd see just that, that sliver of movement ducking behind a tree. I love that. Fucking it's the uh, same. It's, it's, the, it's what scared me in signs when you just see that, that the camera cue and the little foot going into the cornfield. Oh, just, just that, you know, mm, that just that that little bit of mystery just that i saw it i don't know what the fuck it was but fuck that fuck that no there, there were I a agree. lot of moments there were a lot of moments where i was just like i went literally where i tensed up and went oh fuck that like because there was a lot of moments that happened there and that was its only due justice in this movie there was 80 percent just poop shit and then the 20 percent was just like okay the the all fuck moments where you're just like oh god like just tense up, I thought made up for it. That was the only saving quality of this movie that I liked. I That's, completely agree with everything you just said. And I totally disagree with everything that you just said. I mean, that is just terrible. Showing the witch at all is just a bad idea. It, okay, it, it wasn't like you got to see the zipper on the back. The, what you saw in the witch was fractions of a second. It was just quick, quick, quick. So it was enough to where you, you saw the enemy that was, that was there... But it was enough to where I mean I, I I liked it. They didn't they didn't spoil it. It wasn't like uh, what the hell is that that one shit movie Mama or something like that. Remember that one? Yeah. Uh, yeah. God damn. Where, where like they showed the monster in the first like half an hour, and then you just get yeah. to see her the rest of the movie, and you're just like this is dumb. This bitch is dumb. <laughs> but no, no. And then okay, I'll, I'll, I'll hear about this then. Uh, the the maybe alien part in that movie. In the Blair Witch movie. What about it? I I think that was fucking dumb and unnecessary. 
the alien part when they're in the house at the end. Yeah, to everyone, um, yeah. again, you should already know that we're, we spoil the shit out of a movie, but at the same time, what I this is why I like talking about this, because not only will we say what we don't like about the movie, but I feel like we can also kind of enhance a little bit more what we thought would have made it better, or what we would have liked to see. There was a part of the movie where, um, and this is no spoiler because you see it in the trailer, they do eventually find the house. The same house um, that they've been, you know, was referenced in the first, and well, both movies. Uh, Blair Witch House. So the Russ, what's his name? Russ Parr or Russell Parr? Is that his name? Rustin Parr. Rustin Parr house, pretty much. The scary handprint house, which I thought was fantastic too. But there's a part where a whole bunch of rigmarole goes on, a whole bunch of whatever the hell goes on in the attic where the two main white people meet in the, <laughs> meet in the attic. <laughs> and, and there's like this ever-glowing light that kind of shines through on the outside to the inside like uh like a bright alien like an x-files light and you can just see it and it comes through and it does like a bunch of different effects and you're just like well this really does seem out of place it really doesn't seem like because it, it doesn't seem like it has anywhere in this movie like why would you why would you have the light in there what's i was waiting for the x-files theme in my head when i was watching that movie that part by the way <laughs> yeah. i i felt it a bit unnecessary they could they could have taken that entire light part out and maybe had um, a bit more uh, uh, bumps or, or creaks or something in, in the house type thing, you know? Um, the, but, yeah, I think the best part of the movie was them running through the house. Okay, so here's the issue with this, though. The, uh, the best part of the movie, for me, is not them running through the house. And, uh, and to end my argument on the, uh, on the witch is, you, A, you never show the witch. Do it. Because that what makes that's what makes it scary. It's your own interpretation. Like in the first movie, when Heather's running away and she said, "What the fuck is that? What the fuck is that?" and you don't see anything, your mind creates the monster in your head. That's what makes it good. We don't see a witch. We see a CGI elongated slender man. Yeah. For me, the greatest part of the whole movie, and it's because I was reading up mythology and stuff on it today. Was that dropped line? Oh, what? I can't hear you cutting out. Yep. They, say that, ironically, say that, the dropped say line. Yeah, yeah. Say, say that again, Jordan. You, you cut out. Can you hear Are you reading the microphone? Do you yeah. have me? Yeah, it's, it's a connection. You, go. you got a little choppy there. Okay. Go ahead. Try again. Sorry. The dropped line is the locals finally admit that they were the ones that put the Blair Witch symbol stick things up. And the group kicks them out. And it is a day that the group is by themselves without the locals. The locals come back. This is the best line in the movie. This adds so much mythology. He says, the local guy says, when's the last time you saw us? And they said, yesterday. They said, it's been five days. What the fuck was that? Yeah, what is that? I don't know. This, anyway. The guys that uh, like to ride their bikes real loud. In a neighborhood. <laughs> the but local he, guy says, it's been five days since we've seen you. Yeah, but and, the they, local, and they look just... Yeah. So, to add the timeline, in this, in this Blair Witch novel, that is pretty much not a novel, I'm sorry. There's a Blair Witch book out that's on Amazon. You can get it on an audiobook for 99 cents. And it is pretty much... 
it's going along with the Blair Witch Project movies actually real kind of storyline, and it tells you this whole timeline. So the kids in the original movie were lost in the woods for seven days. That's the timeline. Day four, there was a search party of over 150 people searching for them. Blair Witch. That's what this novel says. So that makes me love this drop line because he says, when's the last time you guys saw us? And they're like, yesterday. He's like, it's been five days. And then in the house, when the main girl sees him again, when he attacks her, he has a full hermit beard, which means it has been months in his timeline. Did you, did that, you hear what he said, by the uh, way, too, when he, when he no. went at her at the first time or when he attacked no, her No, I could. No, I didn't. What do you say? There has to be seven. He said that there seven, had. Yeah. He says there has yeah. to be seven. There has to be seven. And so let's let's add to this because in the first movie, uh, we already know uh, Rustin Parr killed seven children, right? Yes. Seven, and then the the eighth uh, had escaped, or what happened to the eighth child? Do you know? Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, either way, the eighth, yeah. the eighth yeah. one yeah. was just like, well, thanks, but I'm going to go home. Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Let's go to the first movie now, The Blair Witch Project. There were three deaths there. So uh, Heather, Mike, Josh, all all had died or given to that. Uh, we now fast forward to this movie where there are four outsiders, two locals. Now, one, the girl, we saw what happened to her, um, which seemed kind of out of place, unusual, where she was just kind of just killed in front of the camera, just kind of... Uh, just kind of that like was a, great. Just a that backbreaker, a backbreaker. Yeah, pretty much just kind of in front of the camera, but uh, in front of everybody, unrelated to any of the house, something like that. Okay, uh, dude number one, uh, the first death, uh, you know, and I guess predictably so. Peter is his name, uh, the the black guy, uh, first to go. Okay, second is the girl Ashley. Uh, mm-hmm. So now the count, if we're counting the three before, Heather, Mike, and Josh, is now the count is at five. So we have two more, right, which would be James and Lisa, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I, I think that what uh, Lane, the, the guy that you're talking to, the local guy, what he's trying to do, he's pretty much assumed the role as Rustin Parr, and he's trying to get both them inside and, and kind of, you know, well, have them killed pretty much so he can get the fuck out because that would make seven deaths. And mm-hmm. so I think that's him going around going, there needs to be seven, there needs to be seven. I think that that kind of adds, adds to it a little bit more, too. So I think that that really does help kind of um, a bit of the, the Blair Witch story, not the movie's story, but the Blair Witch story uh, a bit to more. To add on that, Eric, to add on that, this is what I discovered in this, and I think both you and Ed will find this interesting. We hear the Blair Witch, and we think it's automatically a female. What this novel pretty much states is... It's actually Rustin Parr. Okay. He went into the woods. He was a hermit that lived in the woods in the house that Heather and the first group went into. That house was burnt down in the 40s. So why there was a house there in the first movie, there was something supernatural going on. Rustin Parr says when he was captured, that an old woman told him to steal seven kids 
And when he was killing one, he didn't want the eyes of the other to be on him, so they put the other one in a corner for him to be next. What this novel is saying is the Blair Witch is actually not Ellie, who is people said was tied to a tree, which is why I liked the first movie so much, because you don't know if it's elongated slender woman or if it's Rustin Parr that's doing it because the kills are Rustin Parr's M.O., not Blair Witch. Okay, I mean, okay. Th- this is this is a book that came out after the first movie, yeah? After the first movie, that just tied everything together. Yes. Okay, so yeah, going up yeah. presumptions of, of uh, assuming that nobody had read the book and everyone's going off of the first movie is the main play, though, right? Yeah, but, but but check this out though. Watch the first movie again. All the kills is Rustin Part M.O. Not Blair Witch. Okay. Because you know, so it's like it's because because at 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 the end of the first movie, Heather and Mike go into the house, and Heather goes downstairs and she sees Mike in the corner, and then she gets knocked over the head. That is not that's not Blair Witch M.O. That's Rustin Parr M.O. I so, I do still very much. Out of any Blair Witch movie, still very much like that element. Because when you see somebody standing in a corner, whether it be a basement or an attic, and in a shaky cam, it it's still creepy to me. I, I it like creepy. it. You know, it's it's great because automatically what this movie has done is that in any given situation, in from from now until forever, when you have that situation, you automatically go Blair Witch. So uh-huh. it's it's done a good enough uh, um, uh, I guess good enough time or good, good enough already set up for making it permanent into pop culture and it's wonderful exactly and exactly it, and, and, and it works out yeah. now I already established what I thought was the greatest line in the movie where he said it's been five days and we see him again and he has a hermit beard do you guys like that element because that adds even more truth oh, and mythology yeah. to the first mm-hmm. movie Mm-hmm. Because, again, one Absolutely. more time, and I'll make this very, very short. This is very short. Again, in the first movie, in the movie world, it says that they were gone for seven days. The fourth day, 150 people went looking for them. Yes. So that's three days that was left that they're still trying to find their way, which is great in this movie because he says, oh, my God, it's been five days. Like that was that to me was creepy. It's because there's so many different realities going on. Yeah. I like those two, the, the locals. They really added a lot more to that movie that uh, otherwise probably w- wouldn't, have, wouldn't have been there. Because um, it, it helped you realize that the, that the forest is its own character. The forest is alive. And that's why uh, towards that end part where I was saying about the sound and stuff like that, even though it bothered me, I'm willing to say that, okay, well, obviously the forest is alive, so why wouldn't it be able to kind of... Uh, uh, well, fuck with the people there, you know, and, you know, do certain parts to it. So uh, that's well, yeah, kind yeah. of where I was uh, in, in a forgiving nature kind of be like that, too. Well, I mean, and, and that's the thing is that, but see, that's why I like the first one so much is because the forest is alive. And what I loved about it is that it was kind of a mystery. Was there actually a Blair Witch or not? Was it the town people that was doing this? Was it Josh that went batshit insane? And he decided to just just, and he decided to just kill them. You don't know, but in this movie, they clearly show you a witch. 
they clearly show you the house with uh, Esther. Uh, I can't say that word, but uh, you know, ET lights. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just. Ah, I mean, like that's not what I wanted. I wanted a movie that was going to make me think. I wanted a movie that was going to show me some intelligence, some smarts. But all I got was Cloverfield. I got Chronicle. I got stuff that I did not need to see again because I've already seen that in other movies. And what Blair Witch did different was, was what you saw actually what happened. Um, and IMDb trivia says director Adam Wingard stated that while the first film is about being lost in the woods, this film is about being chased. There you go. Which, 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 come on though. I mean, come on guys. Can we all agree? And you don't have to, but can we all agree that the tree falling on the black guy and every it's, it's stupid guys. I mean, come on compared to what uh, we got. In the, this not stupid. as dumb as, as the chick with the broken foot climbing the tree to get her drone. What's more stupid, her climbing the tree with a broken foot or that she stepped on a rock in the creek? And what was it that she pulled out of her foot? A centipede? A oh, leaf? that that uh, part? That No, wasn't that um, – that was a callback. Wasn't that in the first movie? It was the, it was the, 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 the thorn branch or something like that. It, didn't that happen in the first movie? When uh, <laughs> was, it, was, it her, was it her finger? No. Uh, the only um, thing in the movie that was gore – was um, they woke up and they saw a bundle of sticks and it was uh, Josh's teeth. Oh my goodness, I could have swore. I don't know what movie it was then, but I, it's the pulling out that, that branch or that thorn. It seemed like it was like almost like a feather or something like that that kind of came out. Oh, Is man. that what that was? I, I it's, it's hard to see, but I, I could have swore that I saw it. I remember, I have not seen the, the Blair Witch as frequently as you, or as uh, recently as you have. But yeah, it seemed like almost like it was like a branch or something kind of thorny type thing, like a like a, I don't know, something not of her, not of hers. But that that pus part was a little like a little bit too much. Really, the pus part? I see. See, well, of course, me and my brother, because like I said before, we started the show to the fans. My brother and I snuck in beer because nobody was there. We were laughing at this point. Oh we yeah. We were not. We were not. We were not laughing because we were scared. I mean, my brother and I went, and again. Because you guys know this, but the fans don't. Opening night at an 8 o'clock showing, thinking that we're going to get a bunch of teenagers. It's going to be a, a fun, scary experience. And all we get is my brother Tweedledum drinking beer and going, this is fucking stupid. I, I mean, this guys, is why look, the movie made $9 million. Guys, look. Well, the budget was million, only $5 million. Made their money back. This is the movie that they should have made. I'm 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 100% serious, and tell me if you don't think this is a good idea. If you don't think it's a good idea, that's cool. But my opinion is, if you're gonna make a third Blair Witch, point of view, go back to the 1700s, a real movie about what happened to the original Blair Witch, Ellie, <coughs> drain those kids' blood, passed out. Make me feel sorry for her, so when I go back and watch these other movies, I can understand her reasoning for what she's doing. Because right now she just feels like a fucking bully. No, I I don't want I don't want Blair Witch to be humanized at all. She's fine where exactly. she is or he is. That's fine. I um, I understand where you're going, and it, it, you know, but uh, um, do the whole kind of like Salem's Lot thing all over again, uh, or you know, whatever the hell. Uh, um, 
uh, what, what the hell am I I'm trying to think? Oh, Crucible type shit all over again. It's, uh, I, I, I don't know. Like, it's, it's, it would, I think there would be a bigger stretch than if they were to just kind of uh, have the same idea of this movie, but just kind of um, tweak it a, a, a bit more. And I'll, I'll tell you things that I, I would like to tweak um, that, that were the problem part. Um, I feel that uh, having it, you know, 20 years after is, is fine. The timeline is fine. I feel that um, having it being a documentary, that's the reason is fine. I like that. Having the brother, eh, he didn't need that type thing. No, didn't need it at all. I don't think he's need any, dumb. Yeah, I don't think you need any of that family element whatsoever. Um, they don't even need to be good friends. They could just be like all in the same class type thing, you know. So having, I like the first one. Yeah. So like, kind of having these people who kind of know each other, it's it's fine. But like, there's like this this pretty piece of adventure about is is pretty cool. That's fine too. Um, the locals could be. Uh, not complete strangers. They could be like, you know, oh, well, my brother lives over here, or, you know, I don't know, something like that. So so it's not a, too far of a connection to it. That's, that's Absolutely. fine, too. That's pretty cool, too. Or, you know, you know, actually, the way that they did it, where uh, he was the uploader, uh, that, that's fine, too. Just don't make him as creepy, I guess. Although the Confederate mm-hmm. flag was, was kind of funny. And um, The Confederate flag was, yeah, especially in Maryland. That's yeah. even more funny. So I mean, a certain part that's fine too. Um, there, there were certain parts of the movie that did the, their callbacks did a really good job. The tree, do you remember the guys the the tree when they first parked their cars and were walking to the woods? That fallen tree where he found the tape, and then yeah. it then it came back at the end of the movie when they were about to walk into the house and you saw the camera pan and you saw that tree, that fallen tree yeah. there again too. That callback was fantastic because now you have this element of like this. This alive forest that once you go in it, it will consume you. Um, I liked that. Uh, the the dialogue in the camping site I didn't like so much because there shouldn't be any secrets in a campsite. There are no secrets in a campsite. Everyone can hear you, and when everyone can hear you, it's it creates a lot more drama because there's more, there's more panic in here. You know, um, sure. Having people wander off is dumb and silly. Especially when you're in a moment of panic or something or danger, something like that. That's kind of silly. Um, I didn't think. Yeah, the drone was completely uh, misused in this whatsoever. Oh, excuse me, altogether. I didn't. I didn't like that at all. I think that there was a missed opportunity. They could have done something a little bit better there too. Uh, the camera effects where they were cutting in and out. No camera does that. No camera. Uh, uh, tape cameras don't even do it. Do it like that. Like, um, if anything, you know what they should have done? Uh, they should have delayed the camera, like lagged it uh, a bit more, you know? Instead of it being nice. kind of like uh, discolored bars and, and static and stuff, you know, and, you know, sound effects, stuff like that. If, if it was a digital camera, then what it would do is delay a frame. You know what I mean? So yeah. you would get one shot, but it would, it would lag or, or catch for like maybe two seconds or like two frames longer than it should have. And you could use that to kind of um, enhance some shots or enhance some moods off that, which I think would be great, too. Um, I felt that they were ill-equipped in the woods, too. You know, they had a first aid kit, but their flashlights all seemed to just fuck off. Like He had uh, a security camera. Yeah, they had security cameras. They had iPads that were controlling drones, but none of them had LED flashlights. Like, no, it was stupid. It was stupid. 
So that okay. was that was kind of silly too. Uh, I mean, there. So um, so there's there's that. I think that they could have added a lot more to it. Maybe even added an extra day to it too. You know, like yeah. they did in Blair Witch. Yeah. So instead of it just being day one night and then permanent night, maybe adding an extra day just to kind of tell them like, holy shit, we are actually fucked here, guys. That's yeah. actually a good point, and I don't know, Ed, if you like this part either, but when she says, when they're in the tent and the phone goes off, and she goes, that's strange, I set my phone to go off at 7 a.m. and it's still pitch black out, gives it another mythology of what happened in the first movie. That was great. You're right, Eric. Well, I think, I, think, I, think that I, I think that adds to the idea that, like, the Blair Witch is sort of suspending time. Like, you know, it's still pitch black out, and then, you know, like, with the set my alarm to go off at 7 a.m. and all that. And then the guy comes back. He's like, "Wait a minute! It's been five days." And then the guy's got a beard. Like, you know, their their reality is it's going slowly. But you know, maybe sort of like a I don't want to call it like a black hole alternate universe of spells or anything like that. But the idea that you know the the, the, the witch is suspending time. And this goes back sure. to the video you know what I mean? tape. I like that. No, this goes yeah. back to the callback that we saw in the first in the in the first part of the movie. Uh, for those of you who have not seen it and just don't give a shit, and that's why you're listening to us, so you don't have to go yep. see it. Uh, uh, in the beginning of the movie, there's a YouTube video that that's out, and it's supposedly from uh, Heather, uh, or from her recovered. There, there's recovered footage that was found, and it was um, some panicking in the room. It's the opening scene, which I, I felt pretty. You know, I liked it. It was it was just kind of like the the uh, circle kind of a uh, light kind of shadowy outline type thing, almost like you'd see like a video game, and them just kind of running through the halls of the house and just in panic, the screams and just muffled, just, ah, fuck, creepy handprints on the walls, doors opening and stuff like that. It was pretty cool. There was one shot, though, when uh, the camera's going upstairs and it looks, it catches a reflection in a mirror just for a moment, for three frames, and then it, come, and it goes out and then, you know, blah, 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 other stuff. This is the found footage that they had found in the beginning of the movie. It was uploaded to YouTube, and this is how the main characters contact the locals, yada, yada. This is how it happens. The reason why this is so significant is because at the end of the movie, you find that uh, what they thought was uh, Heather's recovered tape is actually their own because they had their cameras going up and through the stairs and stuff like that, and you get to see that exact same shot that, that it happened. I thought that was a great callback. I, I really, stupid. I really did. I really did like that because you get this whole again, time suspending, just kind of like this whole this whole thing. Um, it was it was a nice touch. Did it make any sense? No, of course not. But it's a nice touch. No, I, okay, okay. You you told me to save it, Eric. Now I'm going to just just scream. Do it. Good. Because these these are my parts. Ed, I would love to hear your opinion on this. That scene that you just said is bullshit. So you as the filmmaker are telling me the audience that they saw the future of their own demise, that there is no way that they could have got it out of anything. There's no way they could have said, oh, that could have been my sister. Fuck it. And he could have gone to the bar like the witch knew that they were going to be there. She has this footage, supposedly, and she buries it underneath a tree that got struck by lightning. Bullshit. Bullshit. That is stupid. Uh, I, I agree that it's stupid, but it makes sense within the context of this stupid movie. It doesn't make sense <laughs> at all within any context of any movie. This, this doesn't make it sense. I mean, the naked gun made more sense than this part. 
I mean, this is ridiculous. You're going to tell me the Blair Witch. Come on, guys. Okay, look. This is this you're okay is how with my her. Brain you're is. okay with her taking five days out of somebody's life in a in the woods, and and this whole this whole time loop thing of them being lost in the woods, but you don't want to go the extra step and make it to where the Blair Witch made a whole movie. This is why. This is why I can actually go with what you, what you're saying, though. Good point. That's funny. Is because uh, Eric, look, okay, to have a cohesive thought here, because my <laughs> eyes are going cross-eyed because it's what I call the Back to the Future theory. It's the like, rest of the world this sucks. Happened, but this happened. Yeah. Okay, guys. So look, cohesive thought. This is what I'm trying to say. The reason why I like the whole five days thing and the guy who has a hermit beard at the end is because it adds an extra mythology to the first movie. The only reason why I know about the 150 people searching for them on day four is because of that novel. If it wasn't for that novel, me, you, nobody else would have known. So I like how they add that mythology to it. What I don't like is the film is deliberately telling me that these kids' fates were sealed. There was no way these kids were going to get about it. The Blair Witch has a vendetta to go after Heather's brother the hermit guy at the end, the kid, the local that turns into a hermit who screams seven more or whatever, you're going to sit here and tell me that the Blair Witch has been waiting 20 years to bring these kids in so she can have her seven victims? That is stupid. And to add that point, not only does that stupid, but she also supposedly – this happens in the future. These kids don't know it. This is their videotapes. The brother says – and I quote, because I wrote it down, because my brother were like, what did he just say? He says, I think, that's my he- I think that's my sister, Heather. She must be still alive. You are a moron. <laughs> I, and my brother yeah. and I were even talking about this. And I'm sorry, my rant's almost done. We were no, talking no, about continue. this on the way back. I was like, Brandon, my brother's name's Brandon. I said, Brandon, look, I love you, dude. You're my brother. But if you died 20 years ago in the woods, I would not think that you're still alive. <laughs> I mean, fuck. I mean, like, he literally said that. I think this is my sister, Heather. She must be alive. Knowing that he's seen the footage from the first movie, knowing that it's not HD quality footage, but he sees HD quality footage in this scene, so he thinks that she's still alive. And the Blair Whoa. Witch takes this image, this, 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 this future that these kids have no control over, and she buries it underneath a tree so the two jack-off, confederate-loving lo- locals can find it. Come on, guys. Correct me bullshit. if I'm wrong, but that's where they establish who the characters are. That's where they establish that, that that's Heather's brother, right? They say in the beginning, because he's like, I think that's my sister. So then, yes, yeah, so, right. so you put two and two together. But come right. on, guys. You know this I, I, is stupid. Oh, it's absolutely fucking stupid, but in context of this movie, it makes sense. It like, doesn't make I, sense. It makes <laughs> sense in the context of the movie. You're putting this movie up on a fucking pedestal because you like the mythology, which I respect. Trust me, I totally get it. But, like, at the same time, you're taking this movie and turning it into, like, there was a thought around it. There really wasn't. It was just basically a movie... That was meant to be a sequel. That we and we've talked about movies that forget about sequels. Ever, uh, the, other sequels ever happened. They forget. You know, is this is a, this is a sequel to the first one. Has nothing to do with anything else. You know, sure maybe they touch on a couple of things here and there. But like, this is how I saw this movie was. It basically was 
what our last episode was, which was the remakes and the unneeded sequels, it was just a horror movie that tied into another fucking horror movie that was brilliant, right? I will go. So with like, that. like there are a lot of stupid things. There are a lot of cool things too. Like they do do a lot of like you had said callbacks. I you know I, I'm more referring and there's a lot of like cool things that they're trying to do with sound that they did in the first one. But there's a, then there's just stupid fucking things that happen right after that. It's just it's a, it, it's sort of like. Basically, if you've ever tried to take like one or two steps up the steps and then you fall fifteen backwards, that's what this movie nice. did. Good reference. Um, you know. Yeah, uh, Jordan, it's hard to argue with you because you, you make a good point with it, and and it's one of those where the forest is a bit forgiving. Uh, anything that happens in it, because we see the forest as kind of like the maze or like the labyrinth of your mythology of of what the Blair Witch is. And so because it's a little bit more, uh, um, I guess, more of an area uh, and nothing to do with where it's a videotape, yeah, you you know, it makes a bit more sense in, in I guess, kind of a supernatural way. Uh, the sure. tape, you're right, okay. I, I really, it's, I, I really can't argue with that because it does seem a little off about it too. But, um I think the reason why it uh, it helps in this movie is because in a movie where there's not much um, not much uh, incentive for people to go into the woods. Sure. You know, it gives the one. And the other part is is like uh, the entire time the brother James is just like, you know, why I came out here to find my sister. Which uh, that's the other part too. Yeah, you, you, she died when you were four. It's been twenty years. Let it the fuck go, buddy. Okay, like, I understand yeah. it's an unsolved mystery, but doing the same exact thing that she did without telling anybody, you know, is probably not is not going to help anyone out either. And I think the poor parents, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but uh, here's another part too: is that um, so he goes when he goes in there, and there's that part where he's in front of the house where they first discover the house, which hey, we found the house, which again I, I liked very much, but in the house. In the second floor window, you see somebody running on a flashlight and somebody screaming. And his first thought is, oh, wait, that must be my sister. Not, yes. Not my two friends or the third person who's lost, the three people who we don't know where they're at, but that's got to be my sister. Let's yes. go in there. First off, dude, if that's your sister and she's been trapped in the house for 20 years, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, yes. don't go in there. Yeah, exactly. Call the cops. Like, she's just going to be running around and stuff like that, too. Like, that's just, you know. Uh, so there's a lot of part where you're just like, fuck that, dude. And then to, like, go freely in that house. Like, even the first room, I was like, you know what? No, fuck this. I just, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I need I need to get, like, some sort of axe or like, I would a rather sharp be outside. bat or something. Yeah. I would rather be outside. Well, that's yeah, when, the, you know, you saw the, the Blair Witch, I guess, outside or something like that to make it run. He didn't need that. Oh. He, just, he just ran it because he was trying to get a sister type thing that's the other part too do you guys feel like uh when um lisa hot bitch number one well, when uh that whole scene of her being trapped in kind of like the cellar do you, do you think yes. that was necessary whatsoever like i i no. don't think that was no, needed be, at all no no it wasn't needed at all because nothing happened you were thinking that she would get stuck and then something would drag her and that'll be the end of the flick but nothing happened it was just an extra added claustrophobic scene yeah. It was pointless. To me, what was pointless is this. And I know I can say it because I'm not in this situation. But, guys, tell me the honest truth here. You are this bitch. You are this main heroine. 
Okay, you are the sole survivor. You are standing in the corner with the guy, and he tells you, which is completely bullshit. If you don't look at the witch, if you stand here and walk backwards, she cannot hurt you. Yeah, that I was wondering is, where that came from, too. Oh, by the way... That came out of nowhere. Bitch had, had a knife the entire time, by the way, too. She had a knife. That's true. The for entire no time. Reason. Didn't see for her no once in the movie. Until, exactly. Until that part. But, uh, okay. I just, yeah. So, anyway. So, anyway, he says to her, if you just don't look at her, you're fine. Which, that completely just does not compute at all with the whole movie. Because other people did not see her. She just came and grabbed her like the bitch out of the tree. But anywho, this is the end of the movie. He thinks he hears Heather, and he says, I'm sorry, Heather, or something, and he gets taken. She's now walking backwards. She is using the camera so she can see where she's walking backwards. Her boyfriend, I'm just going to say her boyfriend, the main guy, then says, supposedly, her name, and I'm sorry, the same line that he said, to be taken from the witch, and she breaks the one rule knowing that he's been killed and drops the camera, and that's how she bites it. Are you kidding me? This I'm is sorry. The, this is the, the Eric, Blair Witch speaking to them individually. Yes, Eric, Ed, if us three are in this situation and we were told to walk backwards, don't look at the witch, and Ed said, I got to take a shit, and he gets taken, and then Ed... <laughs> And then, and then, and then, <clears throat> Eric, you're like, let's smoke a doobie, and then you get taken. See ya. As soon as I hear, let's smoke a doobie, and I gotta take a shit, I know you guys are dead. I ain't gonna look for you. <laughs> as soon as you hear I'm the sorry. recorder, as soon as you hear what we already said. You know what I mean, though? It's like, it's, ah, it's, that, it's, that's on repeat. Someone's just hitting the, re the replay button yeah, on we, that one. We've, we've been here before. You know what I'm saying, though, guys? It's stupid that the main girl dropped the camera. Because he said a line, he got taken, he, the witch repeated that line, and she drops the camera. Time out. That is stupid. All right, then. So you say that's stupid. Let's, let's get a resolution here, then. What if she doesn't turn around and she continues to walk backwards and keeps on walking backwards right out the fucking woods and lives the entire time? Just walking back. Miles, she's walking backwards. Yeah. Which is, I, I, is that is that a better is that a better ending no, for you? No, no, you know why it's not a better ending for me because he blew that mythology out of his ass. Well, it's, that it was it's, never it seemed to work. <laughs> it, it, but no, until Come he turned on, around, it worked until he turned around. Like how could that's you, just the that's just the witch fucking with her. That is a mythology that was not in the book. That was the comedy. witch. Fuck. Well, I mean, they're kind of making on, up a lot, uh, some new stuff. I'm, I'm not, I'm not speaking for that part at all here, Jordan. Like you're, you're absolutely right because I never heard of that whatsoever. Like, no, it, it wasn't like her rules. It was a uh, Russell Parr or whatever his name was that uh, but, originally was doing that thing. Like that whole part where I mean, they went without explanation. You just assume that standing in the corner is one thing. Because yes, didn't want him to see anything, but that had nothing to do with the witch. It had something to do with uh, with the uh, with nothing. the car. It doesn't say anything about walking backwards. It just said that he didn't want Rust Rustin Parr did not want to have the other kids see what he was doing to the other kids, so he put him in the corner. It doesn't say anything about them walking backwards. It's just batshit crazy. And she knows that he's dead. She's all alone, and she hears the same exact line that he says in his voice, and she turns around. 
it doesn't make any sense. This movie insults my intelligence. And well, it's not I supposed did. to be an intelligent movie, Jordan. Well, uh, <laughs> in, in those ending parts, uh, how what would you, if anything, whether it be minor or major, what would you do to uh, maybe enhance that a bit more? I would have. I would have shown Heather. I would have gotten that actress out of what cesspool she's in and say, be in this scene. So he could have a moment with his sister thinking that it's his sister. He goes down to the basement. He sees her sister in the corner. It's the actual actress. Ooh, he's I like, like that. Have, no, 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 He's no. like, have her sit in the corner. That's, yeah. And then, and then exactly just drop right after that. Just drop. Well, I mean, like, I mean, I mean, like she has to turn around. So we, the audience know it's Heather, but you know, he's just like, you know, Heather, Heather, oh my God, Heather. And then she turns around and all of a sudden, boom, knock. And and just like the first movie did. Okay, so some, that some, some familiar piece where you actually would identify with her and know that it's her. But Yes, because what is with the old woman in the white nightgown running around upstairs? Is that the witch? Is that supposed to be Heather? I don't know. Yeah, that you're right. That that didn't make much sense either. You know what I mean? Like, I, actually, cool? I actually forgot about that until you just brought it up. Would have been cool if that was Heather, and then he runs into that bedroom, and she's standing in the corner, and she's twenty years older, and he's like, "Oh my God, you're alive! You're alive!" And then, you know, the witch comes up behind him and kills him. That would have been a better or, ending. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. That's I, I actually like that uh, more, where it, it's it, it involves more standing in the corner, playing into what we know Blair Witch to be, but without much. Uh, more explanation or uh, adding to it, kind of like how remember, remember like American Werewolf series where uh, where Mikro from Paris said, "Oh, you can reverse it if you just find the werewolf that turned you and then eat its heart." It's like, no, yeah. what the f- where'd you come up with that bullshit <laughs> type thing? So yeah, I, I like that that part. You know, it's just cut it that brings out it and, back. and do and do do what worked so well in the first one. And then the last thing I have to add, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ed. Uh, the last thing I have to add, and then Ed, your point, we go to our final review, is mm-hmm. this is really messed up on on Heather's brother. If he is so obsessed, because he is, his character is obsessed, and he is delusional and thinks that she's still alive. I'm not interpreting that, fellas. He says that she's still here. She's yeah. still alive. That's not. We're not. We're not arguing with you that, no. that part of so, all. So, so if you're gonna make him that delusional then add to it. Show him, show that as that is his character. How I would have written this movie would have been, he is a Blair Witch fanatic. He believes everything that happened. He's dedicated the past 20 years on finding out what happened to his sister. He knows every piece of mythology of the Blair Witch. So when shit goes down, he goes, wait a minute, guys, I know what the witch is doing. Let's go left instead of right. So it gives some sort of a challenge to the witch because this witch is so omnipotent that nothing can hurt her. But wouldn't it be great if it was Heather's brother who knows everything he knows, still bites at the end because the witch is still dominant, but he is a fighting force against her. Right. Let's Blair, go left. It's still a Blair right. Witch Hunter. A Blair Witch Hunter in a way. <laughs> yeah, sure. But you know what I'm trying to say, though? It's 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 you know that's what this movie should have been is that her brother like should have that. been that that's what he should have done, and then everybody's like oh my god there's these bunch of rocks oh those rocks symbolizes the children that were killed by Rust and Parr don't move those rocks why should not move the rocks because Heather's friend Josh 
knocked over the rocks, and that's why he was the first one killed in that Blair Witch movie. So that's why we cannot touch these rocks. Let's pretend these rocks don't exist. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. Have I, an expert, I, I like that. You know, I mean? you know, have him be prepared, or but because them going into the woods right now, the only thing that they had prepared was battery life for all their cameras, extra storage for all their cameras, and a first aid kit. And a body count. That's it. Yeah. That's that's really all they were for, uh, prepped for. They they didn't tell anybody. They didn't tell... I mean, they just went in completely thinking that these six... No, four originally, and now six people were just going to go into the woods and just randomly, you know, find a gold nugget and Heather yes. is still alive in a house 20 years. She's like, oh, you guys found me. Hey. Yeah. Hide you and seek, me. it's your turn now. Ready to come home, yeah. you know. Yeah, and, and, and Eric, to add to your point too, and this is the last time I ever bring up the novel in this review, um, you're right about the mother. So there's no father mentioned for Heather and her brother. Um, they got divorced. It's, a, it's just assumed from the reader that they got divorced. But the reason why in the movie world, the reason why that we see the Blair Witch, because in the movie world, the Blair Witch Project's a real thing, okay? Go with me on it. Go That's ahead. what this novel is setting up on. That in 94, Heather and the two kids, and, 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 and Mike and Josh went missing. In 95, the footage was recovered in the basement of that house in the first movie. That house was not standing. It was just the foundation that was still standing. So... The cops have the footage. They do nothing with it. This is in the novel. In 1997, she somehow lawyers up and gets the rights to all the footage. She then takes it to the directors, and she says, please splice this together so we can know what happened to my daughter. And that's how that happened. Okay. That's So the poor mother is right. Where is she in this movie? So if that happened, and if this movie is going to base on that mythology, why isn't why isn't there a scene with the mother saying, "Where are you doing? I'm going to the woods to find my sister." You're a fucking moron! Didn't you see that in '99? <laughs> that would have been a nice element to have too, actually, to have her just right? saying, you know, or have some sort of a, you know uh, early warning, you know? Yeah, don't do this. I had to hire two filmmakers who haven't done anything since. Who their next movie after Blair Witch was in This Is True, supposed to be a rom com with Dazel, with David Hasselhoff. That was the director of Blair Witch Project's next movie. Sold. Already got my ticket sold. And that movie never got made. But anywho, it just yeah, you're right. It's like the poor mother, where's the family? That doesn't happen. It's just ugh, terrible. Ed, I know you had something a long time ago. I'm gonna shut up. I'm sorry. No, I mean it was just, it was you know it's one of those things that like you you guys have basically brought up every single possible point about this movie, you know and, and it's, it's a short it's, movie. It, it's not that long and you know it it tries to pay a little bit of homage to the, you know it, it's trying to pay a little bit of homage but let's let's face facts, this movie fucking sucked and <laughs> it, I mean it had some cool elements but like they tried to take what was magic. Almost 20 years ago, 16 years ago in 99, right? You know, so like... Yeah. So like, they try to take what was magical back from then and try to make it work today with new technology and they invented things that just don't exist, like you had said, that Bluetooth camera that, ear thingy. It you know, doesn't exist! Just, <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> sorry. It doesn't. It doesn't exist. And it's just, it's fucking stupid. This movie could have, like you would, like you guys have brought up what this movie could have been. But it, you know, it's unfortunately because they don't care about what this what movies could have been. But you, you, I, I thought this movie was losing money when I said it. You know, that made nine million dollars. You're like, oh well, they made it for five. Okay. <laughs> which it's is obvious why, which that they made, is it, why for they made five. it. Which is why they made it. it. Yeah, absolutely, it's why they made it. I didn't even know you could make a movie for five million dollars anymore. I thought that's how much the fucking catering cost. So like. This movie sucked. It wasn't designed to be any good. It wasn't designed to, you know. They, I mean, you can tell that they sort of tried. Like the director, the, the director tried to take a shit movie and turn it into something good. It's just the movie wasn't designed to be any good. It's like if you get two people that are retarded and make a baby, it's not gonna be a fucking genius. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Like, the views and opinions expressed by Edward do not reflect the views <laughs> of the movie guys' podcast or any media. Well, uh, go, go into the reviews then. If you're on a roll here, Ed, then, then go into the go to final thoughts. Oh, and Ed, I, before you do, before you do, do you know how much the the first movie was made for? Just, I'm just asking. Twenty five grand. Twenty, yeah, well, twenty thousand, but yes, yes. Yeah, and it made two hundred sixty million dollars. Wow. So, so we're getting into our reviews. Eric and Ed, we'll get into it. Ed, do you recommend Blair Witch? I no, fuck no. The only reason I was in, the only reason I was interested in this movie is because Jordan, about how passionate you are, like you <laughs> really, really, really love this mythology, and it's cool. It is a cool concept, and the movie itself was the original was good. And you guys, I will say during this podcast. You know, I originally wanted to – I was changing my I – I had things I wanted to say, and then you guys were sort of slowly changing my mind. And then we started to go going back on the things that were stupid about this movie, and I completely went back to my original thought process on this, on this movie. Like, there are some cool, innovative things. Wait, to, wait, wait for Netflix. You, you, you know, it, don't even wait for Netflix. Get the free version of Amazon Prime – or by Amazon, the free version, because it will be on the free, free version. Or if you have free movies on your – DVR or like your, your I have Comcast and they give me free movies every now and then because I pay for their cable. Yeah, That's where you should see this movie. Yes, yes. I have Dish, so I don't understand that pleasure. <laughs> uh, that's a bummer. And Dish. In yeah. order but, uh, to go make, ahead, Ed. in order to make the sequel as surprising as possible, filming was done in complete uh, secrecy in Vancouver as opposed to Burkittsville, where the original was shot. The film was originally oh, fuck prom- off. the original was promoted. The film was originally promoted under the the faux title, The Woods. The first trailer was then shown in the 2016 San Diego Comic Con, revealing it as the third Blair Witch film, a mere two months prior to the premiere. So there it wasn't even, it wasn't okay. even a Blair Witch film until two months after or two months before its release date. Which was fine for me because I got me hyped up because I was because because I heard of the movie called The Woods and I was like oh that sounds like a Blair Witch ripoff and then when Comic Con happened I was like oh my god I called my brother and I was like oh my god this is awesome we gotta go opening night movie guys has to review this well fuck me <laughs> all right so Ed says don't recommend Eric do you recommend Blair Witch um plain and simply no I don't think it's I don't think it's worth Really, I mean, it's a short movie. It's only like ninety minutes, something like that. Uh, yeah. I can get the exact. Uh, yeah, it's an hour and a half. It's like 
89 minutes, I think is what it actually says here. It's, um, there's a lot of dumb parts into it, and it really took away from the experience. I, again, I went to go see this movie by myself, and so the part that was really only exciting for me was when the camera went into first-person mode and was running through the house or running, you know, so those parts. I liked That's a good. lot when there was no uh, character uh, in front of the camera or something like that, too, but there's just a lot of dumb... We didn't even talk about all the dumb parts, by the way, too. Like, is it, No, there's know, a lot more. Uh, the part where, where the, the guy and the girl were, like, at each other after some scary shit, some extremely scary shit just happened. One of their friends went missing again, and he's like, okay, just breathe. Whew, just breathe. It's like, no, I'm about to fucking have a heart attack here, dude. Like, you tell me just to breathe. I don't, give, I don't care how bad I want to fuck you. Like, stop that <laughs> shit. So, um... There's really, like I had said, I'm pretty much just going to repeat what I said. Out of, like, you know, a trash, like, 80, 85% of the movie, um, there was only a small bit that was actually redeeming to me. It's just not really worth it. It doesn't add to the to the Blair Witch story, to the mythology. Uh, the Again, the only few parts that I really enjoyed were at the ends. They actually kind of felt like a like a video game, to be honest nice. with you. Nice. It did. Yeah, what, yeah. are those, what are those scary video games? Fear or, uh, you know? Slenderman. Yeah, Slenderman. Uh, it, pretty much, it's it's really all it was, and it it was good for the most part. I mean, where you're just like uh, going up, a, going through a creepy ass house. That was the only really scary part. Where you're just, I'm actually clenching, just going, what? Oh, fuck that, fuck that, and that's about it. Everything else was really just dumb. The 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 jumpy parts, the boo parts, got really old really quick. Where you're just like, okay, listen, I'm actually kind of annoyed by them. They they still sure. make me jump, but I'm best because. You know, you, it's it was loud. All, yeah, it's loud, quiet, and it's just like you know, the, I'm in a theater, so I, you know, there were certain again redeeming qualities of the movie. I did very much like that Lane and his girlfriend came out and they were lost in the woods for a lot longer time than mm-hmm. uh, than the other two. I liked yeah. that there was the callbacks, to the tree that we saw in the beginning that was hit by lightning. I liked that a lot too. Mm-hmm. Um, there are certain elements that, that did like shine through and it really did like if you just mm, like you, you could have had something a little bit more here if you just kind of either took away a lot of parts um, you know silence does speak a lot more in scary movies especially when you're lost in the woods too Yeah, when you have people who are just like give clueless looks like oh my god we're fucked looks rather than being just dumb loud running through the woods by themselves just like stick to fucking together. The guy was right. Stick together for better and greater numbers. And they completely said, you know what? Fuck you. Walk by yourself. And just yeah. so I don't recommend this movie. Um, if it's for free, sure. If you wanted to uh, see the movie because hey, you're a big fan of Blair Witch, then you probably have already made up your mind to see it. But uh, I mean, this is this is a pass. This is uh, yeah. it's, it's an easy pass here, fellas. Um, that's basically what it is. For me, I was torn. I was talking with my brother after the movie. We came back and drank some more. And we sat here and had this discussion, actually the same discussion we're having now about the mythology, because him and I saw this at a very young age. I saw this when I was 12, and he saw this when he was 8, because we both saw it in 99 with our dad. So that's why I think we kind of like the mythology of Blair Witch, because, you know, we grew up with it. Um, I was torn if this or Independence Day 2 was the worst movie I've seen all year. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to recommend this movie. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> but I will say that this is better than Independence State 2. Yeah, I hope uh, that movie went to Razzie. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. 
And the reason why I say that is because Independence Day 2 did not give us an hour and a half discussion. I mean, like, our discussions as long as the fucking movie. I mean, like, <laughs> it's, it's look, it boils down to this. I already said my points. I, if, if I were written the script, I would have done it this way. I've done it this way, done it that way. If they gave us the movie that they gave us, my, my simple review is this. Do you two guys have dogs? Yes. Yes. Do you guys know when your dog's bad and, you're, and you grab him on his back of his head and you rub his nose in and you say no? <laughs> yes. Sure. That's, that's what everybody needs to do to the filmmakers in the studio of this movie. They grab <laughs> their head, rub their nose in it and say no. Now go to bed. It's, I think, Stop I think it. We're all just more disappointed because we, and I think we agreed to it. But there, there were, there were, albeit some small, but there were parts that worked in this movie. There, yes. there were like glimmers of you're just like that works. But just yes. as you described perfectly, Ed, for every two steps of progress that you make, you fall fifteen back, and just you're you're back down to disbelief again. You're back down to just it being just you know not sold anymore. But there were when they hit, they elements, hit, yeah. they hit well. But it's yeah. just, um, yeah. Well, I mean, like for an example, just to just 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 to end that point. Um, and we're going on long enough, but just to end that point, you, we all know, and the fans know that the alien is my favorite movie franchise. Imagine, but this is how I feel. It's like, it's like we get alien, which I think all three of us agree is a great fucking movie. Yeah. And then we get a sequel. That's like, instead of them, instead of Marines fighting the aliens, it's a bunch of high school kids fighting aliens when they're going on a summer vacation in Hawaii. It's like, well, that's totally fucking different. That's yeah. stupid. What, 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 what I'm trying to compare is that you get a great fucking movie in the first movie. It was great. So you're expecting the franchise to be great. They give us a terrible sequel that came out a year later. It, they jumped the shark on it fine. But this is going back to its roots. The hype was everywhere. Tell me you guys could not. Do you guys have Spotify? No. I do. Every <laughs> every single fucking commercial on Spotify was Blair Witch. I could not uh -huh. escape this movie for two weeks. They were pushing this out. I'm like, oh my god, this is probably not going to be as good as the first movie, but this is probably going to be halfway decent. And I just left there like I got my prostate examined. I was like, oh, that wasn't fun. That was not fun at all. It's a bummer. So, which, by the way, that happened two days ago. But anyway, I digress. Well, you're getting older. You got to start getting that check. No, I had to because my company got bought out. So I had to do physicals again. And the guy to, you know, put it no. up there. Well, congratulations. Thank you. It's my second time. Maybe the third time will be longer. There you go. First time was voluntary. Second time mandatory. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, and, and for Eric and Ed and for the fans that are listening, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Blair Witch. We do not recommend it. If you want to check it out, check it out. But we're telling you, you're going to want to punch a baby. I have one, and I've already punched her twice. That's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. I have not physically harmed my baby yet. She's only three weeks old. Give her another two. But anywho, <laughs> um, bad joke. But no, terrible movie. Don't check it it's out. It's a bad but joke, worst movie. Check out our, yeah, bad joke, worst movie. But don't check that movie out. But continue to check out our show. Make sure to download our episodes at movieguyspodcast.com. Also, check us out on Twitter. And also, check us out on iTunes, of course. Just search Movie Guys Podcast. 
And you can find this episode. You can also find our Independence Day 2 episode. Uh, we did a Suicide Squad episode. You can check out any, any new movies that have come out this year. We have reviewed. So make sure to check that out. Also, next week, we'll be coming back with The Magnificent Seven. I am a skeptic on this one, so we'll see how we feel about it because I'm not looking forward to this one. So we're going to see how I feel about this. I know you guys are. And I'm not looking forward to Jack Reacher either, oh, but dude, maybe I should watch the first you. movie. Jack Reacher is a f- oh, phenomenal. We're gonna, oh, I'm going to watch that one with popcorn in hand. I, I will, I'm going to buy popcorn for that one. <laughs> you know what? And this just shows my movie growing up nostalgia horror background. Besides Star Wars Rogue One, the movie I'm most excited to see this year for the rest of the schedule until Star Wars is actually Rings. That's what I'm I'm really excited for. You're gonna be just as but disappointed that's... as you as you were in Blair Witch. I know. I'm gonna be like, what the fuck? But you know, anywho, what are you gonna do? But anyway, Eric and Ed, thank you so much for uh, uh, thank you so much for having this discussion with me, and we'll be back and we'll be back next week, fans, for the Magnificent Seven. Have a good night. See ya.